Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on Gun Tech USA parts. Gun Tech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. Gun Tech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'm your guide for the next couple hours here on the program. Well, you drive. Yeah, I, I drive the drive. You're, yeah, the guide. Guide, guide would, good point, good point. Uh, Earl's got the GPS. He's got the GPS. I have a compass <laughs> I'm the, I'm just the in case. I'm the guesser. Yeah, I have a compass just in case all of the satellites fall out of the sky at the same moment. <laughs> yeah, but the compass <laughs> you have is the kind that draws circles. Well, well yeah. I mean, it's it's my spirograph. It's it is circle, circle, circle. We know we're in trouble when he breaks out the sundial. The sun, I hey, can do the sundial. I still know how to use one of those. Oh, I I I know. I have one that straps on your arm. You just have to stay on the right way. <laughs> stay still for a little while. Uh, hey, before we get started, let me go around the room, introduce the Patriots here with me today. On my right, the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Ah, oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Difficult week. Difficult week. Yeah, Some, uh, lots yeah. of lots of stuff going on that we're definitely going to be talking about. But uh, let's uh, let's 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 jump on to the left here, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Mark. What's the second rule of a gunfight? Uh, have a second gun. Don't talk to the police. Oh yeah, second, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the first rule of after the gunfight. I yeah, think it's the Is second it? rule of a gunfight. Yeah, that's, Assuming you survive the gunfight, don't talk to the police. That's... And I'm serious, folks. Don't talk to the police. Now, Kevin, there's a lot of things in the news going on today that we're going to be talking about. Just so people don't get confused, what are you referring to? If you have to use a firearm to defend yourself or your family, it is inappropriate for law enforcement to begin to try to interview you 
until you've had an opportunity to get your thoughts together. They don't interview police officers for the first 24 hours. And there's a reason because they're all freaked out too. don't give a statement to law enforcement without first sitting down with a lawyer. You will say things in the order. They're the most important to you and not in chronological order, which is what the investigators want to hear. And when you do that, it sounds like you're giving an inconsistent story and you think, and I'm, I'm seeing this more and more often, people seem to think all I need to do is explain to them what happened and everything will be fine. Well, the truth will set me free, right? Yeah, the truth will send you to prison. Okay. <laughs> you will not go to jail for what you did. You will go to jail for what you said. Don't say anything. Yeah, let me reiterate, we're talking about when you have to use your firearm or any weapon or anything to, in self-defense. Right. When you, when the police show up and the bad guy's laying on the ground and you're standing there alive because you defended yourself legally, you need to take a little time. Oh, you got a chance your then. attorney. You got a chance then. Yeah. But if they're not laying on the ground dead, yeah. but they're standing on the other side of the yard yelling at about how, well, I was just trying to let him know his house was on fire and he shot me. You know, that, well, my house wasn't on fire. Right. Well, it was because he broke in and set it on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, just don't, just don't, don't, they're not going to hold it against you. They're going to, they decided to arrest you when they got up that morning. You know, that, that was just, that was the decision. Yeah, right, right. So don't give a statement. You're not going to beat the ride to the police department and the booking and all those things. You're not going to just be quiet. Because what you don't say, they cannot use against you. And that not only goes for you, it goes for everybody else in your house. Your spouse, your children, your cat. Nobody gives a statement to law enforcement until everyone is sat down and talked to the lawyers. This is true. What Kevin's saying is even when law enforcement get into a shooting and they get into a deadly force encounter, before they are questioned... First off, you know what they have the right to? <laughs> counsel. They have the right to their. They have the and, right to their. And, uh, and I get calls. Yeah, right to and, counsel. And have the right I tell to them the same thing. Union representative representation. You, 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 the PBA rep. That's right. And and then they get a overnight. Lawyer. They get a minimum of overnight before they require. They can give a verbal, a non-binding verbal statement, but they cannot be forced to give a sworn statement or a written statement until after they've had a nice a night of sleep, 24 hours later. Yeah. When when they get the card out and they tell you, you have the right to remain silent. Elect to use that right, right, because I'm beginning to find that people seem to have the right, but they don't have the ability. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. seem to think that they're going to talk their way out of it. You will never in your lifetime talk your way out of jail, but you will talk your way into jail really, really easily. Right. Absolutely right. Yeah, listen, and you don't have to be a, uh, a butthead. You don't have to be, nope. Ain't talking to you. Want my lawyer first. You you can no, do just, the. Just like, you know what? I'm wow. I'm upset. I really need to sit and just. Can I? Is there somebody I could talk to? Because I'm, I'm. I just. I need to relax a little bit. I don't feel good right now. I I need to be. I look. I called you. I'm the victim. I'll press charges. Here's the physical evidence. You know, point to the shell casings yeah. of the person that shot at you or the screwdriver they were breaking your house with or whatever there is. And I will give you a statement as soon as I've been cleared medically. And speak to a lawyer because people don't seem to understand if you wear hearing aids, if you wear glasses, if you are awakened in the middle of the night, the police don't have any of those side effects. 
they're perfectly wide awake. They're right. in the middle of their day. It may be 3 o'clock in the morning to you, but it's, you know, 2 in the afternoon mm-hmm. as far as they're concerned. What are we going to have for lunch? Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're, and it's nothing to them. They're just going to, you know. Just another call. It's just another call. So just don't, call. don't, do not make it harder for, this is not a stump the lawyer, right? Do not do everything wrong you can think of just to see if I can still get you out of it. I, I like the uh, the story, and this is very important. Kevin said, make sure your family knows as well. Even if you're the one that used the self-defense, make sure your family knows as well. We're not talking to anyone. Um, Kevin tells a story, and I'm going to retell it. The, they had this happen, a self-defense, and Kevin was called there, and he was on the way. They had, they had, they, the police separated the family because it's what they do. You listen, you, right. you separate witnesses because you know one person might be a little more influential than the other, and the other says, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's, I think, how I remember it now. Not... Not meaning to lie, but yeah, yeah, listen, I've always respected everything that my mother has said, so if my mother said it, that must be what happened. So they separate the family. Well, they separated the family. They had the mother aside. The cop came over to the eight-year-old girl yep. and said... Um, Tell me what happened between mommy and the man. Right. And the, and the little girl looked at her and said... Lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had been to one of my classes where I give a lecture, and she pulled my business card out of the inside of her little phone case... And gave it to the deputy, and the deputy went, "I don't. I didn't ever see an eight-year-old invoke right to counsel." And her, and her brother, who's like ten, went, "Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we were supposed to do, lawyer." Right now, they, they, there was there's not a class for eight-year-olds. They sat in the class with yeah, the mom. Yeah, mom yeah, and dad yeah. brought them yeah. in. Yeah. Right. And, and that could have gotten sticky because mom knew the assailant. Right. And that's when, if you know the person that's coming after you, that's always a problem. They're going to assume there's something else going on and you are instigating. Mm, okay. Folks, we got some uh, we got some pretty good show for you today. We're going to be talking about the Parkland shooting down at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School as soon as we get back. So, uh, so stick around and we'll see you after the break. shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. 
Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% it's off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT, S-I-R-T, training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. And be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training. That's nextleveltraining.com. Nextleveltraining.com and get your very own CERT, S-I-R-T, training pistol. You could choose from the Model 110, which is the looks like the Glock, the Model 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, the pocket pistol, the CERT AR bolt, the CERT AR training rifle. Don't have time to get your reps in? Well, this is how you get time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com, nextleveltraining.com, and tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. You know, folks, we, we wanted to, we're going to talk to you about what happened down at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, in Broward County, Florida. We're going we're gonna to try and get you, you know, as, as much information as we can about 
the status of what's going on now. What led up to this? Uh, what uh, what what police response is? What's going on since then at the school? What's going on since then in the public with our politicians uh, and, and everywhere else? We're even going to talk to you a little bit. I got to talk to you a little bit about. Uh, Oh, you know, maybe maybe this is just where we start off. I, I think I'm, I think we will I'll start off talking about that. Uh, what's that uh, that two bit sellout, uh, Jimmy Kimmel? Oh uh, yeah. yeah th- this guy, this guy. You know, in fact, I mean, I, I'm going to send spend the uh, we're going to spend the segment talking to you about uh, about Jimmy Kimmel. And I don't know if anybody watches this guy anymore. You know, he's completely tuned out over half his audience when he uh, he started doing the the politics on the show. You know, listen, uh, uh, you know, we joke about. Uh, Age on here, uh, you know, for Earl, Earl and I, you know, our, our age. Um, Ke- Kevin's <laughs> age, it's kind of an established fact. But the, uh, Kevin, you remember watching Johnny Carson, remember watching, you know, even Dave Letterman when he was back on early, Mike Douglas, Merv Griffin. Did, did they, besides, oh, the president said this today, was there was there politics on these shows? Was it, was it, would you, it, oh, I can't watch that show because that show is clearly a, a liberal or a conservative show. No, it was no. The idea was entertainment. Exactly yeah. right. Entertainment. Made, made fun of everything. Exactly right. Didn't matter who it was, what was going on, and they were friends with all of them, you know. But now it's it's gotten so evil. It's gotten so one-sided. Uh, you, you can't watch it anymore. You know this this guy Kimmel. He used to be. You listen. He used to be on the Man Show. He used to have the, uh, you know, Ziggy Saki, Ziggy Saki, drinking the beer and, uh, and the mm-hmm. girls on the trampolines. Yeah. And this is a guy that. Uh, you know, exploited women no, on his no, own show, and, but and, uh, but now he's the hypocrite that says, uh, "No, you can't act like that." Exactly right. Well, when we paid him, it was okay. Right. Yeah, right. I think that's referred to as prostitution. Uh, Jimmy opened his show by saying, "As I'm sure you know and feel, this is another very sad day in America. At least 17 lives have been lost, more than a dozen people are hospitalized, and our president, as he should, weighed in on the tragic events this morning from the White House." I'm quoting uh, Jimmy Kimmel here. He then showed clips of the speech. Uh, where the president said no parent should ever have to fear for their sons and daughters when they kiss them goodbye in the morning. Okay. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. And uh, and actually, Mr. Kimmel agreed as well. He said, here's what you do to fix that. Okay. Oh, you know what, Earl? Here's what you do to fix that. What's that sound like? He has a plan. Yeah, it sounds like we've got a plan coming, right? Yeah. I, I don't see where that statement needs a fixing. Right, right. Well, well I, let's say, you know, he's going to fix the... Right, right. Well, we don't have to fix them being safe. We have to right. fix them not being safe. Okay. Precisely, yeah. But he says we're, we're going to fix that. So that sounds like to me we've got a plan coming. Tell your buddies in Congress, tell Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell and Marco Rubio, all the family men who care so much about their communities, that, here you go, what, what we need are laws, real laws that do everything possible to keep assault weapons out of the hands of people who are going to shoot our kids. Okay, we need laws. Here's what we do. We need laws. You know what? Maybe we should just outlaw killing people. We, we, what? I think it already is. Outlaw killing people? Yeah. Man, let's not get crazy here. Outlaw killing people. Uh, he goes on to say that we need are these real laws, real laws that do everything possible to keep these assault rifles out of the hands of people who are going to shoot our kids. The bad guy, I'm not going to give you his name. We're not going to give you his name in the whole program. We're not, he, he doesn't deserve to be anything call, more than uh, the, back. the... Yeah, exactly right. Mental patient. He gunned down students with a rifle Wednesday morning at Marjorie Stoneham Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Kimmel, who was visibly shaken. Yeah, he started to do his his uh, his, his crying thing. His like, acting Like thing. he gets paid per tier. It was, it was amazing. These congressmen and lobbyists who infest that swamp, you said you were going to drain. Now, did you catch that? By the way, Mr. President, I didn't agree with you when you said you had to drain the swamp. 
but now you should be draining the swamp because these people that won't do anything are in the swamp. Uh-huh, yeah. Very convenient. Yeah, yeah. They forced these allegedly Christian men and women who stuffed their pockets with money from the NRA year after year after year to do something. Okay, first off, we're going to go after the NRA. We're going to go after mm-hmm. lobbying firm, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, uh, the, the nation's oldest civil rights organization, by the way, is the is the NRA. If you don't believe me, look up the look up the dates when the NCAA, NC, uh, I always want to say NCAA for the sports, <laughs> the NAACP, look up when the NAACP and the NRA were founded and tell me which one is older. Because the NRA is the oldest American Civil, Civil Liberties Union. It's, it's, it's still it's older than American it's older than American Civil Liberties Union as well. So I want you to do something. Okay, Earl, we went from here's how you fix this to we want you to do something. Do something. And one time you said something. I, I, something. That, that, yeah. I, I seems like I've heard that in the past. Yeah. Do, do, something. do something. Do something. Do something. Yeah. Okay. Not now. Not later. Now. It's. Don't he said uh, the host told Trump not to let anyone tell that it's been too soon to be talking about it now. Children are being murdered. Children are being murdered. Do something. Okay, do do something. Uh-huh. Do, do switch number two. Okay. Something. We still haven't even talked about it yet. You still haven't done anything about this. Nothing. You've literally done nothing. Okay. I want you to do something, but you've done nothing. Well, okay. All right, Mr. President, please act. Please act. He said, your party voted to repeal the mandates on coverage for mental health. That's wrong. We'll get into that. Uh, that was actually f- led by the ACLU. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I, you, can't, you can't determine that someone who's not able to manage their own finances is therefore mentally incompetent. Correct. correct. And not able to own a firearm. Well, this was a due process yeah. thing. And this no, is what just, talking, no yeah, yeah. it's, it's, if you can't manage your money, right. you, you shouldn't be allowed to vote either. Wait, no, are you going to vote Democrat? Okay. You can yeah. do that. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I agree there is a mental, this is Mr. Kimmel, this, I agree there is a mental health issue because if you don't think we need to do something about it, then you're obviously mental health, taking the shot of the president. He said we need to do something. He finished his monologue saying that viewers could write or call the representatives to demand gun control. Oh, now I know what something is, Earl. Uh-huh. And yeah. You see what the yeah. something is? Mm-hmm. Something's gun control. And if they don't listen, he said, people can vote their representatives out. Oh, if you don't vote for gun control... We'll, yep. vote, we'll vote you out. Mm-hmm. I know. See what the something is now? Yeah. The something is... I want my security people to have guns, mm-hmm. but I don't want anybody else to have guns. Whatever I you do... i tell you what, Mr. Kimmel, this is what you ought to do. Go get yourself a bulletproof vest and a bulletproof shield and go to a school and stay there all day. Walk the halls and be the shield. You want to carry a firearm? Don't carry a firearm. Get yourself a ball-peen hammer in a bulletproof shield and walk the halls and guard the children because that's what every other country in the world does. They guard their children. They treat them like every seat's got a hundred thousand dollars in it. We treat them like, no, we'll just, we got another, we can put in there any minute. Yeah. We need yeah. to worry about that. Yeah. Listen, they, I spent all this money in uh, fire cups. protection, you know, they're for, for cups. fireproof doors and for sprinklers mm-hmm. because, because you 50 years in the last 50 years, you know how many kids have been, been killed in a public school from K through 12 in a fire? I would expect none. 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 Because somebody said, well, you know, we not, they didn't say we have to do something. They said, we have to do this. Right. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to 
put in fireproof doors. We're going to put in fire sprinklers. Why didn't they to... just outlaw fire? <laughs> There's a sign at the at the school that says fire-free zone. Yeah, how no m- fires. How many of you remember practicing fire drills? Of course we did. Of how course many we did. of you remember practicing nuclear fallout drills? Uh, no, not yeah. me. No. Well, maybe. I remember doing something. I don't know. I grew up in Florida, so I don't remember if it's a nuclear fallout or hurricane. hurricane but I, drill, I, I, yeah. I remember having to get under the desk. Hurricane. The only difference there is in hurricane drill, you get under it for about three or four days, <laughs> and the uh, and gotta and, have the bottled water. Right, right. The nuke drill, it's just for a few seconds. It's just <laughs> for a few Dude, seconds. Dude, when yeah. you were learning that, sure they didn't have bottled water yet. <laughs> yeah, don't you try to act to that young. <laughs> Yeah. They had glass back glass then. Glass bottles, yeah. Perrier. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only bottled water in the world. All right, we're going to talk about uh, more about Park when we get back. In fact, uh, we've got uh, some insight. I did an interview this week, and I think we might just play the piece of it. You know, it's a good intro to where we're going to go with the rest of the program. So, so stick around, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Celtic Studios. See you after the break. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G U N T E C USA.com. 
Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the Gun Tech USA segment of the program. I talked to our friends out at Gun Tech USA this week. I talked to them every week. We all talked to them. You know what they asked me today? They asked me, eh, I guess it was yesterday, yesterday, maybe the day before yesterday. It was this week sometime. At some point this week, I talked to the guys at Gun Tech USA, and they asked me, hey, you want to go to the IWA show in Europe? IWA is basically a European version of SHOT Show. Uh, IWA is probably some acronym for some Eastern European language, and it wouldn't make sense if I told it to you. I'll look it up. <laughs> I'll look it up, but I'll send it to you. You know, it's, uh, it's, and it, would you like to go? We're going to go. We don't have a booth. We're going to go. We're just going to go. Yeah, of course I want to go. Of course I want to go to, you know, it's in, where is it? It's in Germany this year. Oh, yeah, let's, Ooh. let's go. Let's go. When, uh, when is it? Uh, and, and it's a, it's a date. It's a, it's a weekend date. It's a, they go from like Thursday to Monday or something like that. That Saturday, I have an absolute cannot get out of thing I have to do. But I don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. So I told him to give you me did, a call. You didn't. You didn't mention the date yet. It's uh, it's March sixth or seventh through the tenth or eleventh. March. It's that five day period right there. Nope. Yeah, you got something too, right? See, right there, right in the middle, right in the middle. Yep. Shotgun winning. What? 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 That's <laughs> sorry. Just curious. So, yeah, I wasn't able to go. So uh, we're going to plan it for next year. I actually talked to some of our friends over at Keltec as well about it since I got the news. And uh, we're going to plan to go next year. We're gonna, we're gonna, oh, you know, boy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Listen, you, you, did it, you see that movie Beer Fest? I was going to ask, is, <laughs> is it always in Germany or does it move around? Yeah, it looks like next year it's also back in uh, Nuremberg, Germany. It's where it was oh. this year as well. So, uh, Which is Ooh. only, listen, a, a... Nuremberg, huh? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I could, maybe I could do a lap. You might be able to. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. Uh, listen, I did, a, I did a show this week. I'm sure Kevin did some shows. We all we all get uh, asked to do uh, these uh, gun gun rights, gun activists, gun professional, gun interviews, lo- legal interviews. Yeah, they show up in my office with cameras. Yeah. and uh, I did one. <laughs> I keep a suit upstairs, you know, on the days I don't have court, just in case. I did one this week with. Uh, it's actually it's sitting behind the same microphone that I'm sitting behind right now. This is Bud's well, microphone. You weren't. Well, yeah, I was I was on I was on the headset on the, on the remote, but uh, Bud Hedinger. If you guys don't know who Bud is, if you're not in Central Florida with us, and I know you're listening to us from all around the country, over 25 stations, and we thank you for that. Bud is a, is an icon in Central Florida. He's a guy that's been here forever. He's been TV, 50, been news watt front porch. Baby. It's 50,000 yeah, watt front I like porch. That, yeah. Comes to you from the from the morning show here. So this is an interview I did with Bud, and then we're going to talk about it for a minute or two when we get off. We're really been into it this morning. I've been laying out what I think an all-out war would look like if we're going to go Bud, on all way. fronts in an all-out effort from all angles to stop these mass killings in our schools and elsewhere that seem virtually unique to America among free nations of the world. With that in mind, where do guns fit into all of this? Let's bring on Mike joining me live now. He's a host of Arms Room Radio, the show on Sunday nights at 8 right here on WFLA. A gun rights advocate for sure, a former cop. Mike, welcome back to Good Morning Orlando. Thanks for coming on. Good morning, bud. What are your thoughts in the wake of the school massacre? You know, it's a horrible tragedy, of of course, but these gun-free zones, these gun-free zones, again, are, are, are causing people to be killed. You know, the politicians have put these Gun-free zones in place because these signs can protect us. We lost 17 kids because of ignorance that signs will protect us. Now, they do have, in Broward County, in all of these high schools, two resource officers, armed police officers. Sure. 3,000 students down there. 3,000 students, 11 buildings, one building with three stories in it, and two officers with guns moving around the campus that will prevent it. What would you advocate? Oh, sure. I'll tell you what. Everybody needs to go to their 
school board to their schools themselves to their politicians and tell them get rid of these gun-free zones in schools in florida we've got roughly 12 percent of the adult population that has concealed weapons permit people that have sought training people that have gotten certification with their guns yet for some reason there's a line in the sand outside the school that says you're dangerous with that gun if you come across this line boy i agree with you listen i have advocated for this microphone for a long time you know what they've they've played around with in the legislature and what i think we need we need to have on a voluntary basis, uh, many, many teachers in these big schools who are trained and licensed and do carry a concealed firearm, and nobody knows who's got the heat. And I think that would be a great deterrent when a prospective mass killer would know armed resistance would be encountered. It would no longer be like shooting fish in a barrel. I'm totally with you on that. What about the training of teachers in our schools to carry concealed? Absolutely. If they want to choose to carry on campus. So let's say, let's say, you know, just looking at the numbers, there's, uh, I think there's 140 teachers, 130 teachers down there at that school. That means another 15 people would have been carrying guns on that campus. Good guys carrying guns on that campus. We can do just like they do, those teachers, if they want to carry on the, on campus, like you do with the federal flight deck officer program with the airlines. Mm-hmm. Those those airline pilots that choose to carry go get an additional 40 hours of training. If it's a shoot, don't shoot scenarios on who to shoot, when not to shoot, and how to protect and how to defend. Do that same type of training, and there you go. You have 15 more armed individuals guarding our children in the school. I just don't know why there's resistance to that, and I hope it melts away. Well put. Now, let me ask you this, Mike. The killer bought an AR-15 rifle legally, passed a background check, even though his attorneys say this kid's been mentally ill for years. I mean, what's, who's to blame here? The gun store in Coral Springs? Do we need changes to the background check procedures and, 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 and the depth of the examination before a sale of a gun? Listen, these background checks have been put in place now for over 20 years. This was the, the vaunted uh, end-all, be-all to, to gun crime put forth by the anti-gun agenda back then. They don't work. Every time we see one of these shootings, it's somebody that's passed these background checks. These background checks need to continue in place, absolutely, because they will stop any criminal that's trying to get the firearm. But this is a problem with the healthcare industry. This is about more about trying to protect the rights of the person with the mental health and protect their privacy than it is about the public welfare. So we what what should happen? About- what should happen if if a kid like this killer? walks into a gun store and says, I want to buy that AR-47, and he's got cash on the barrel head, what should happen? Sure, listen, he fills out the background check, he, he does it correctly, and he passes the background check, which is an on-the-spot check. He should get the firearm. However, well, that's what happened. Well, we got 17 yeah. dead people. Well, yep. Yeah. What we need, and this is, this is one of the big problems, with the, it's with the mental health, is when somebody reports him and he gets on this, this list, the FBI list, he gets, on the, you know, he gets committed, he gets a psychiatric evaluation, they need to put him on a no-buy list. But the problem and why there's been resistance with a no-buy list is the anti-gun agenda wants that to be that that's it, that's forever. Once you're on that list, you're on that list forever. We need to have due process to right. get yourself off that list. If you tell me I could get off, if somebody says you're crazy, you've got to go on this list, well, let me go to the doctor and prove I'm not crazy so I can get off the list. The problem with every piece of legislation that's come out for that right. is there's never been due process to get off that list. That's why the NRA opposed that, because there was no due process. Give me due process right. to get off that list. We'll support that 100%. Listen, I know you're a fierce defender of gun rights in the Second Amendment, and so am I. But when I take a look at the history of the mass killings here, one time after another, it's an AR-15 that caused the mayhem. Somebody who was sick and twisted or whatever or had an axe to grind, suddenly has the power to commit mass 
murder that this weapon of choice of the mass killers, the AR-15, provides? Is it legitimate? Not in the interest of overturning the Second Amendment, for God's sakes. I would never go there. But to at least say, maybe we need to stop selling this one. Sure, AR-15s are a dangerous weapon. Any weapon is. Listen, in Virginia Tech, it was a handgun. The Gabby Gifford shooting was a handgun. Right. President Reagan was shot with a handgun. Yeah, but, uh, you know, you I know. can go Pulse. I can go the Aurora Theater. I can go Correct. San Bernardino. Correct. Everywhere, AR-15, AR-15. Now, what right. about it? What about just stopping the sale of that weapon? I'll say no, because it was our forefathers that when they wrote the Second Amendment, they wanted the citizenry to have like weapons that the government had to protect ourselves from tyranny. They that, were they were firing muskets that took 45 seconds to reload a single lead bullet. They, they, they had sure no were, idea about they, this. They sure were, but if we go by the 1789 standard, then the First Amendment would only apply to written type presses, and that's it. It wouldn't apply to the Internet or anything else. Right. The Fourth Amendment would not apply to modern-day technologies for interrogation or Mike, I'll tell you what, I'm out of time. I really appreciate the dialogue here. I know you're going to be all over this on your show this Sunday night on WFLA Arms Room Radio, right? Yes, we are, bud. Thank you very Terrific. much. Terrific. Mike, gun rights advocate, former cop. And thank you so much for coming back on the 50,000-watt front porch. Hey, that's back to us live. Listen, that's Bud Hedinger. If you don't know Bud Hedinger, he's, again, like an Orlando icon, like I said, and I really love doing his program. We're about 90% agreement on everything. He's got a little bit of issue with the AR-15. Earl, Bud said something on there about, uh, you know, they were, they were guns that took 45 seconds to load. He mentioned back then that they were talking, you know, when the Second Amendment was written, that they were talking about uh, uh, muskets. Everything then was military grade. It was equal. Every every item was equal. It was equal to what they carried with the military. So yep. we'll talk about that when we get back. You know where we're going to go with this now. We're going to give you our plan to fix this problem. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech. 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program, dedicated to helping injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved and make a donation today at Hometown heroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. Folks, we're talking to you about what happened at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Uh, evil, uh, you know, psychotic criminal, whatever you want to call him, uh, came into that school and killed 17 innocent people. 17 yes. innocent people. Uh, and from the numbers I ever seen, and, I, and it's going back and forth, I think three were teachers, 14 and 14 students. I think it was 17 total. I think so, yeah. Is what, what, we, what, what we've seen. So, uh, we want to give you our plan. Everybody else has said something. Everybody in the entertainment industry, everybody of these do leaders, something. These, these policies, you know, you got to do something. There's people protesting out there, and they got signs that say "do something," which is the most ridiculous thing in the world. We would, you might as well have a sign that says, "We don't know what you want to do. We don't know what we want you to do. We're not sure what you're going to do, but we know that by doing nothing is is, is not good enough. We would like something to be done, but we don't know what because we have nothing, nothing positive to contribute to this discussion." So you want some exercise, waving your sign around yeah. and yelling. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. We're going to give you something. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you something uh, pretty pretty simple. This is pretty easy. Uh, Kevin's got a, actually just sitting here during the break, an interim solution to my prop, to my solution. So this is this is really cool. Well, you want to call it interim. I'm not sure that I want to call it interim. <laughs> uh, they're, they're really... Go ahead. It's, it's their, it's their so job. How do we solve it, Kevin? What do we do to, rather than doing something, what do we do today? Uh, we call in the National Guard and we place them in the schools and we leave them... Just a squad level, you know. Squad. You mean call the military into our schools, but that brings more guns into the schools. Yeah, well, you know, that's like a fireman in a fast-moving truck <laughs> and a crazy drunk person in a fast-moving truck. Yeah. You want the fireman in the fast-moving truck to be able to go fast. Right. 
right? Because he can get there and stop the fire. This is absolutely not without precedent. As as horrible as it sounds, oh my God, we're gonna put the military in schools, we're gonna put the National Guard in schools. Guess guess what guess what we did after nine eleven? Guess, guess we what had, we did when we implemented the Civil Rights Act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Guess for recent history, guess what we did after 9/11? Guess we did at train stations, we did it at airports, we did it at major major terminals, major infrastructure things. We put the National Guard there. Mm-hmm. We put the National Guard there. The National Guard came up with money. Now listen, this is a this is one of those things where you, you, you want to go interim. Who, who's going to pay for it? Well, I think you go interim because I think I have I think we have a, a long term solution, and I think you know this. I'm not talking about interim for a week. It might be interim for two years. You know, how long did it take to get TSA stood up? You know, and well, they're still not shut up. Really well, they shouldn't. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know, they, we, we, the theory we, we, was we great. The implementation something. was not right. so perfect, but I give, I'm just going to give you some numbers from from uh, from Florida because these ones were easy to find for us down here. Florida has a population of 20 million people. 20 million people in the state of Florida. Over 21 population or 21 or over population is 15 million. That's 15 million people in Florida. Concealed weapons holders in Florida, con- valid concealed weapons permit holders in Florida, 1.8 million. That's, that's 12%. That's 12% of everybody over, or 21 or over, 12%. Okay. In Florida, you cannot carry a firearm into a high school. None whatsoever. Cannot have it in there. Can't have it in a high school. Cannot. Unless you're uniformed on-duty law enforcement. Right, right. And then even then, you got to hope there's not somebody from out back there to tell you you can't have your gun in there, even though you're uniformed. But that's a different story. But <laughs> yeah. The... Uh, yeah, you, you know, uniform law enforcement. Uniform law enforcement officer in that district. Can't even be from a different district. You know, I was in a different county, but now I'm picking up my kid because they'll still freak out about that because you're not a cop from here, you know, which is absolutely ridiculous. But, okay. Um, 12%, 12%. So here's 12% of the faculty there, 12% of the faculty that we have told, we don't think you're capable enough to carry a firearm across that line outside. The line where it says school property and not school property. We really think that when you come inside this school, your gun would kill kids. We we think that's what we think. You, well, you're not you, stable. Yeah, we think we you'd hire a you as man. a teacher, yeah. but we don't think you're mentally stable enough to be allowed to carry your firearm here and protect the students. Yeah, we, we don't because think, we don't want right, to protect right. the students because if we protect the students, there won't be a mass shooting. If there's not a mass shooting, then we can't get gun control. So we're going to go ahead and feed our children to this grinder so that we can get what we want and that's gun control. It's not safe children. It's political advancement. One of the uh, faculty members that was uh, unfortunately shot and killed, he went down being a, a human shield. Yeah. Why wouldn't we let him have something, let him have a tool to defend himself with? If he chooses, and, yeah, and, right, and, and absolutely. The, yeah. And the children. 12%. Twelve percent of the population in Florida, adult population, <sighs> carries a concealed weapons permit and, and, and carries a gun. Now, maybe not mm-hmm. all of them carry the guns every day, but you know why? Right. Because there's a line and a sign outside that says right. I can't have my gun right. inside. I, I know I'm going to work at school today. I might as well not even bring it with me. Right. Or listen, I'll leave it in the car, which is what mm-hmm. is re- which is actually recommended to them. Leave it in your car because that's one of the laws of Florida is if I bring it in my car, you can't tell me not to have it in the car. Right. What? Why do I want your gun in the car? I don't want people breaking into your, committing a property crime, a burglary, and getting a gun out of it. I don't want that at all. That's the most ridiculous thing in the world to make you disarm yourself. These are not unarmed people. These are people that have become disarmed. They are disarmed. That's 12% of the population. There's 130, 130 teachers at that school. Okay. That means 15 more guns. There was the ability to have 15 more people defending the lives of your children and their, and their coworkers. 
15 more people. And, and There's two deputies now. That should be enough, right? For 11 buildings, one building with three stories. What, five-acre five campus? Yes. Two, two deputies? Yeah. yeah. That's a lot right. of ground to go. Are they, are but they now Olympic? we got more guns on campus than we do buildings. Are, are, mm, they, they, are they Olympic class runners? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> right. Why not do this? Why, what, you know what? There's, we can't do that. We can't let teachers do that because if we let teachers do that, they're gonna they're gonna shoot they're, you know, they're gonna get in arguments in the in the teachers lounge and shoot each other. Um, okay, let you know what I will go right now and point you directly to and like a like I told Bud during the conversation to the federal flight deck officer training program mm-hmm. that the airlines have. If you're an airline pilot, American citizen, airline pilot, and you're flying an American, a U.S. airline, not an American, a U.S. airline in this country, you have the option to go. Hey TSA, I would like to become a certified federal flight deck officer. What's that mean? That means you get to go take 40 hours worth of training with the TSA, with the uh, FBI, with, with everybody else, with all the federal agencies. You get to go join those federal agencies for those 40 hours and learn the shoot, don't shoot scenario with the basic law. And this is not about law for them. This is about defending a life. Defending a life. I'm here to defend the kids' lives. The pilots are there to defend the passengers' lives a little bit, but defend the aircraft mostly because the aircraft could be used as a weapon. We know that. Right. This would be for those teachers... How to defend the lives. Not worry about the liability. You enter into this and you get the, the you know, li- get the insurance. Correct. Because you're, guess what happens when you defend your students? You'll find your insurance goes down. But we're going to put guns on there. It's going to make more high liability. No, 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 it won't. No, that's like putting a second seatbelt in your car. Guess, yeah. guess what's going to happen? Your insurance. I'm going to put more airbags in my car. Well, it's car safer now, so the insurance is going to go I have anti-lock down. brakes on my anti-lock brakes. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. So we could do this. This is 40 hours. There's roughly 10 to 20% of airline pilots in the U.S. that are federal flight deck officers. And you never know which one. Exactly right, because guess what they do? They carry concealed. Mm-hmm. They carry concealed. Kevin, what do these bad guys not want when they're attacking? Resistance. <laughs> If that if that person that attacked those children in that school and had one person fire one round at him in retaliation, he would have pissed his pants and run away as fast as he could because he went there because he knew nobody was going to fight back. Yep. Because we don't teach the children in those schools any form of aggressive response. We teach them to run away and hide. Private schools don't teach that. Private schools teach their students to swarm the attacker. Yeah. Hold your books, hold your bags, hold your things in front of you, and swarm your attacker. Because 35 angry 17-year-old children can whip the fire out of one person carrying a rifle. I don't care how tough he thinks he is. And, and we are going to get into a, a little more in-depth about how to, what to do if you find yourself in this situation. We've got some, uh, some good recommendations there as well. My children are not young. They're adults. When they were in school, they were armored. Their book, <laughs> oh, yeah. their book bags would stop a bullet all the time. This is uh, listen. This is you know, is this new? Is this is this new uh, thing that happens in our schools? You know, is there? There's always been danger. Listen, Kevin had to deal with you know Indians walking back and forth to school when he was when he was a kid. So n- now we've got uh, we've just got these guys coming in with these with these long guns <laughs> and. What is that? Like? I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, you never had a lance thrown at you. I don't yeah. want to hear about it. Uh, listen, we're going to bring you. We're going to bring you more. We're going to tell you how to survive. We're going to tell you what to do and other ways to mitigate this. Till we see you next hour. Please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you are ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel.
against the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, we promise to continue to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike, and I will be your guide for the remainder of the program here. We've got about just about an hour left, just about an hour left. So uh, sit back, relax, and uh, we're going we're gonna to get through this for you. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Man, that first hour flies by. Right like that. Just like that. I can't believe it. You know, we got so much planned. I got uh-huh, uh-huh. enough backup topics. You know, I know we talk about this all the time because you're like, oh, man, there's no way we're going to be able to stretch that. <laughs> and then you leave and you're like, well, I don't have to look up topics for a month now. I've got, you know, it's just, just because we, we, we kept going. We kept, uh, we kept rolling with it. Uh, on my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Hey, just want to remind everybody, thank you, gentlemen, thank you for being here. I want to remind everybody, you can hear us live on the internet, 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays. That's 3 to 5 p.m. Saturdays. Go to armsroomradio.com. If you go to armsroomradio.com, you can also see all the uh, local stations that, uh, that that run us regularly. There's there's a bunch out there that that, that use us throughout the week uh, after sports and things like that. So we it's don't hard to know track. where all we are. We hear all the time. We hear all the time. Yeah, I was I heard you after listening to the uh, the Washington uh, Hokies uh, defeated so and so. You're like, okay. what? what? Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah. What was the last one we heard? Minnesota? Minnesota? Minnesota. 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 Uh, we, we heard, we heard, yeah, oofta. It means lip. The, I, I know that. I know that. Kevin's throwing out Polish words over here. So <laughs> the uh, armsroomradio.com. Listen, and uh, you want to take part in the conversation? Go to, go to, you can go to armsroomradio.com. You can send us some emails. We can, that's where we get a lot of our topics. But the quickest way to get us is on, is on the, is on the, the, my, my face, cell the, my face, the face, <laughs> the Facebook page. Yeah. Call Kevin's cell. No. 
407. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. you do. I'll do answer it. it. There you go. Put, Kevin, what's the number? 407-467-4960. There you go. We're going to... I don't know a, how to get you on the air with it, but I may just have to hold it up. Hold like a little speakerphone. We'll do it, we'll do it like that. Don't Call cuss. Kevin. Call Kevin. Uh, go to the Facebook page, and you can uh, you can ask us questions direct on there. Yes. On the Facebook page, and we can uh, we can bring that right up here for you. Uh, so, listen, we want, we want to jump back into talking to you about the... The tragedy down at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in uh, in Broward County, Florida. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Broward County. I think where we were talking to you last hour and we left off was our recommendations. Recommendations to secure the schools. Because I'm not going to tell you we need to do something. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, and there's a lot of experience sitting in this room coming from all different sides of this field of knowledge. And we're going to give you recommendations and tell you what to do. The first thing you have to do is once you decide on that you want what you want done, then you need to go to your school board, to your politicians, you know, state level, local level, whatever it is, and tell them, here's what I want done. This is the plan we want to see. Don't tell them we want something because you know what you're going to end up with? Well, gun control. We got to ban guns. We got to ban guns. Yeah, ban guns. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, come up with the plan. That does not include banned guns because you know what you know what banning guns is? Banning guns is violating your constitutional rights. If you're okay with them violating your constitutional right and taking away firearms, then why not we just take away some of your First Amendment rights? Let's pull out some of your Fourth. I will gladly bring Second Amendment rights to the table when you're willing to bring the rest of them. Or the flip side of what uh, uh, Kimmel was talking about, talk talk to your politicians and what do you say if, if they're not willing to... Vote for gun control. You're going to vote them out. Well, if you know the flip side of that, yeah. if you're not willing to vote for this, yep, I'm going to vote you out. Yep. This is this is a no-brainer, low-cost solution. First off, the state already trains because we're talking about Florida. You can mm-hmm. do this at the state level if the feds can't pony up the money. Do this at the state level. Every state has a state law enforcement agency. Mm-hmm. Every city, every county, no matter where you stand in this country. There's a law enforcement agency that covers you, whether it's a city, whether it's a jurisdiction, whether it's a precinct, whether it's a sheriff's office, whether it's the state. There's a, sometimes there's a lot more than one. I was just saying, quite often, you, you know, wherever you're standing, you could be covered by multiple. Those agencies train their personnel mm-hmm. with firearms mm-hmm. to shoot, don't shoot, shoot, don't shoot. Yep. You know how simple it is to let you fall in on the back of that class, let you come in. Uh, hey, guys, yeah. scoot over a little bit. Trust there me. There you go. There's room. Uh, where, but... Listen, we'd have to. What about the classroom portion? We have to teach them classroom portion. Where could we possibly teach teacher, teachers classroom stuff? Girl, any idea where we could teach hmm. teachers? I got a Who's going to come up with a lesson plan? If we got all these teachers that need a lesson plan, how are we going to come up with a lesson plan for these teachers? <laughs> uh, I think I got this one figured out. I think I, I think I know how to do this one. This is easy to do. They already have firearms. You know, listen, maybe, maybe there's some, the police department's got old guns. We'll teach you. We'll get you the proper concealment holster because that's what this is going to be a lot of. Again, use the federal flight tech officer model. You it's know, good concealable retention holsters with with Department of Homeland Security is about to dump all their 40 caliber stuff and go to the six hour 320. So you know that would be easy to take those and equip our teachers. They're already government I property. I don't know if I want to be dumping 40s into the schools. <laughs> No, obviously, that's Kevin makes a good point. These they're going to be available. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going there's going to be available. Plenty of government resources that can right. be repurpose them. Yeah, yeah, they could be repurposed. Uh, exactly. Just right. because you don't like the 40 caliber doesn't mean you can't be taught how to use one. Correct. Correct. <laughs> 
Correct. And listen, the 40 cal in the school might be really good because it's so loud <laughs> that people will run for miles and miles and miles. Uh, Kevin, joking aside for this moment, uh, there were some infrastructure things, some some things that you saw out at Shot Show. There, there are there are a number of products out there. There are there are emergency cabinets that that are set up that you can they look like collapsible gym stairs that they you can pull them out and they 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 open in 90 seconds lock in place get all the kids in the classroom in and close them behind you're not going to get in there with a plasma cutter there were things that were less obtrusive they were they were basically look like a giant drape made of reinforced kevlar fabric sits at the top of the door frame it's just rolled up it looks like a it looks like a yeah, like a rolled up curtain or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, tied you, up. Yeah. You pull it, it drops down. It's across the top of the door attached with, with the metal bracket. Right. It drops to the bottom of the door and clips. The door is locked, and no high-powered rifle will go through it because it flexes as it's shot into. So you can't penetrate. It's like catching a ball in a catcher's mitt. It's got play. It grabs. It's got play, yeah. and it gives. So you, you're not going to shoot through it. And now the glass on the window is no longer system. I mean, because that was the weak point. If we were talking, if we were comparing fire technology, fire prevention technology, and and, and gun crime technology, it's that window. You could shoot right. through that window. Now, you couldn't reach your hand through it because most of those windows have the wires in them and everything. Yeah, re- reinforced. Correct. Right. But that that's that was enough for heat resistance to protect the fire. We already know the doors, all the doors in every public school in the country is a fire door. We know that all the walls are two-hour firewalls. We know that shooting guns into them, you're going to get a lot of... You get a lot of nothing is what you're going to get out of it. But like Kevin pointed out, the windows, the windows are the yep. weak point. You, you, you but just, guess what this does? It stops the window from being, and it puts control of the classroom in the teacher's hands. Yeah. Now the teacher's in control of the classroom and can protect the students. Yep. Hey, we got more coming for you when we get uh, when we get back here. So stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. See you after the break. Keltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. 
Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, we're just going to jump right in here. We were going to do a, we were gonna give you a little product review back from we had from Shot Show, but I think what we're going to do is give you more of what we have on how to how to move forward from the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. Again, we've heard all the objections. We keep hearing do something, do something, do something, and when we say something, we know what we hear. We know what we hear from the side. We know what we hear from the left. You know what we hear from the Jimmy Kimmels, the the Diane Frankenstein's, and everybody else. You know what we hear. We hear. Well, we got to ban the guns. Uh-huh. It's the guns' fault. It's the guns' fault. It's clearly the guns' fault that this happened. Uh, I think, you know, perhaps as we're learning now and we're just looking at the news over our shoulder, eh, it might be a little bit of FBI issue here. But, I'm, uh, just, but I, I'm wondering, does Nancy Pelosi blame makeup for her being so ugly? 
<laughs> oh, I don't know. That's uh. I mean, is hmm. it? That's like yeah. you know what? I I've had a weight problem in my past, and I never went. You know what? I want to sue this fork. Yeah. It's not. It's right. just. Well, you know, it just the fork made it easier for you to get fat because you could eat faster. I could right. use my fingers. Yeah. Yep. Arm the teachers. I'm telling you the answer is arm the teachers. And I'm not talking about when you get to school, you, you, you go to the arms room and you get issued a firearm and you get uh, you get told to man your post. No, 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 no. Listen, you don't want to carry a gun. Nobody's trying to make you carry a gun. I'm not saying you must get you must carry a gun. Again, I will, we'll mirror back to the Federal Flight Deck Officer Program. If you decide, I want to carry my firearm in school. And listen, 12%, 12% in this state, in Florida, have concealed weapons permits. That class down there, that school down there, 3,000 students, 129 faculty and staff, that meant 15 more. Instead of just the two deputies there, there would have been 17 total people armed. Go ahead. Off, off the air, we were talking about a handgun versus a, a long gun. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. head-to-head, I, I, I don't want that bet. 17 handguns, potentially, to one one rifle? I'll take those odds. Yeah, listen, absolutely. You know, I, Be- because I, I those, 17, even... those 17 handguns are coming in from all directions. You don't even need that many. Three, three trained individuals with nine millimeter pistols are going to overwhelm a single untrained person with an AR-15 rifle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? It's just this. Just that. What is it you say about uh, the flock of sheep? When the wolves can't tell the lions from the lambs, the whole flock is a lot safer. That's the problem with a gun-free zone. You put a sign up, and and our producer suggested one thing. Maybe the signs aren't big enough. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That make them make them big enough. Make and them big thick enough. enough yeah. You can hide behind yeah. them. If you think there might be a gun there, and that's the chatter you hear from the terrorist organizations now is, don't hijack planes anymore because there are going to be people, there are armed people on the plane, and we don't know who they are. Yeah. Exactly. And that 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 won't work for us. Well, why are they not attacking schools? But they are attacking schools because it's a free gun-free zone. Gun-free zone. It means that you're the only, you, what is it they call it, Bud called it fish in a barrel. Yeah. You know, yep. that you are. You're fish in a barrel because n- nobody thinks there's a shark or a piranha down in there. Yeah. It's just the guppies. If you mm-hmm. think that gun-free zone signs are going to make schools gun-free zones, I want you to ask yourself this question. And this is the argument you use when you're talking to the other side. Are are there Are there drugs in school? Are there drugs in high schools? Oh, yes. But there's drug-free zone signs. Uh-huh, yeah, I but know. there's drug-free zone signs. I know, uh-huh. So how could it be that there's drugs in school if we have drug-free zone signs? Yeah. Okay, okay, <laughs> so you you know, you know feel free to use that argument in, in, your, in your talking points. You're, you, go ahead, Earl. You, you look like you have something there. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to say, what, what's, uh, I haven't seen the t- statistic lately, but what is it, Nine. it's over 90%, 96%, 98% of Following the definitions of mass shootings, oh, I get that. We got, have I got happened whole, yeah. in gun-free zones. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I haven't heard I haven't heard of a mass shooting at a gun show, right? Or Bass Pro Shops. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. That was not a product endorsement, by the way. Yeah, there, there's current there's current 11 current states that have campus carry. Now it's hard to track campus carry. We were trying to do some of the research for this because when you think of campus carry, everybody's every state's campus carry applies to colleges. It does not apply to the uh, the the, ele- the post elementary. There's only applies to the post element post secondary school. It does not apply to basic education K through 12. 
Those are all individual primary laws. School. Primary schools. Thank you. Those are all the primary schools are, are, are odd, different laws. It's under concealed weapons permits. Like I said, Florida happens to be one of those where it's a no. In Georgia, it happens to be one of those where it's a yes, but it's determined at the county level. Um, it's it's never no. It's just do we? You know, do have we elected to do so? Mm-hmm. It's not that we don't. Okay. Or we're not allowed to. It's just have we ever elected to do so? You know, or in, and put it in put it in place. Uh, was when I was talking with some uh, friends up there from Georgia Carey, the ability to carry firearms in schools, and I'm going to go with Florida because it's where this happened, is you have to get them to change it at the at the state level. Now, listen, if the if the school board comes along and says we're allowing the teachers to carry it in the school, is that technically a viol- a, a break of the law? Sh- sure, it is. But but you wanted us to do something. Remember? Uh-huh. Do something, you said so. do something. Let me, I did. Let me, let me tell you the, the way this is really going to lay itself out. If one school district decides to let their teachers protect their students, they're not going to be able to build enough buildings to house all the students who are going to want to have the families are going to want their children to right. go to those schools. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Because yep. they're going to pay the tuition. They're going to pay whatever it costs. To move the school from District 2 to District 3 if District 3 is arming their teachers or allowing their teachers to protect the students. Yeah, we're, we're not saying that now the taxpayers have to come up with more money because uh, I, I, this is a an argument I saw earlier. Teachers are having enough time getting notebook paper and pencils and pens, and now there's, a, there's money in the budget for a Glock? No, we're not saying that. We're saying that statistically, you know, doing the math, on average, for that particular high yeah. school, there are already 12 teachers that are all... You know, yeah, 12%, that, 15 teachers. Yeah, 12, yeah, 12% that were already gun owners. Yeah. We're simply allowing them, if they choose right. to, to continue carrying. Not just gun owners, but concealed weapons permit owners, yes. which is even yes. a smaller number, because gun owners is probably much larger than well, that. Well, yeah. that, that's why I'm... No, I'm no, that, I'm just... Because they, you're right. You're they, right. They have, a, they have the carry permit, so right. they... I mean, you, There may be gonna, people that say, go, I'm a gun owner, I'm not a concealed weapons permit holder, but you know what? I do want to defend these yes, kids. Send yes. me to the training. Yes. I mean, and, and I look at it that there are, there are teachers that they put their bodies in front of the, t- uh, the students... I don't think they would hesitate if they had the means, the the equipment to use to defend the, those children. Mr. That they would. Feist, Feist, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce his yeah. name. He was the assistant football coach and yes. the security guard for the school. Yes. He was one of the first ones there to stand in front of this kid. Mm-hmm. You don't think he would have been standing there with a Glock in his hand or a Beretta or whatever he happened to have? Whatever either he owned or whatever the law enforcement agency said, you know what? We have a surplus of firearms. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Rather than trade them in, we're just going to issue them to the, you guys with the condition that you have to you have to qualify every six months. That's the federal flight deck officer standard. Every six months, you got to come qualify, and that okay. doesn't mean go through the initial forty hours all over again. Right. It just means come show me you know how the gun works, so yep. it works properly, yep. and you know how to put holes in targets. Yeah. Me, me personally, I'd be like, uh, can I can I be here uh, every other week? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. All right, we, I'm hearing. Uh, well, you know, listen. If you put guns in the hands of civilians, you're going to get they're going to commit crimes. You're, they're going to they're going to shoot each other no. in the school in the school lounge. No. I'm going to give you some stats that we've got here. This is from John Lott, our friend John Lott at the Crime Research Prevention uh, ah, Organization. The Bowtie Gun Guy. No, no, that's 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 oh, Alan Golly. That's Alan, that's Alan I keep, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, that's I keep right. getting them. Um, they're both shorter than I. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Lott from this is from stats from Florida and Texas because they kept better stats on this than everybody else. Law enforcement officers 
and then I'm not trying to denigrate law enforcement officers by any means, law enforcement officers that commit crimes outside of work. These are the ones that pulled the gun and traffic, you know, you know, incidents or, okay. you know, for whatever reason, you know, you waved one at a neighbor, that kind of stuff. Out of 100,000 law enforcement officers, 16.5. Now, obviously, there's no half a law enforcement officer, but they did the average. Yeah, it's statistics. Okay. 16.5 per 100,000. That's an incredible amount, incredibly small amount uh, of people that are trained, highly trained with firearms and, 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 and actually committed the crime. So it's a very, very small number. You know what number smaller than that? Concealed weapon permit holders. 2.4 per 100,000. 2.4. 2.4%. Two, no, 2.4 out of every 100,000. Oh, oh, okay. I thought 2. we were saying people. Yeah, 2. okay. 2.4 okay. people yeah, out of every yeah, 100,000. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Minute. That's one-seventh the amount of the minute number that was, law was, enforcement officers every, had. Everybody wants to get into statistics. Yeah. Does that even compute? 2.4 people out of 100,000? Oh, sure it does. I mean, it's, it, it's, it, it computes huge... 2.0024% <laughs> of a person. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, that's, that's a bunch of decimal, or a bunch yeah. of zeros behind the decimal point. Yeah, it's, that's, uh, that's, that's literally, you know, one in uh, 37,000 people, you know, yeah. whatever that, whatever yeah. that math happens to be, one in 38,000 people. So, and there's no suggestion that those people don't have to undergo the same kind of screening that a flight deck officer wouldn't to make sure there's nothing going on in their lives that would have resulted in them no longer being qualified. Sure. Well, part of that 40 hours is take the psych exam. Right. Just yeah. like you would to, as a security guard. Armed security guards have to take a psych exam. Same one. We give them the same ones. So hey, why don't we give everybody a psych exam? Yeah. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Stick around. More after the break. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hot for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Corporal Chad D. Groper died February 17, 2008, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Groper, 21, of Kingsley, Iowa, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 23rd Infantry Regiment, 4th Brigade Combat Team, 2nd Infantry Division, Fort Lewis, Washington. He was killed in action in Bagubah in the Diyala province in Iraq of wounds sustained when enemy forces attacked his dismounted patrol using small arms fire. Family members said that Grappa left behind a wife and a four-month-old daughter. Also killed was Corporal Luke S. Runyon, 21, of Spring Grove, Pennsylvania, who left behind a wife and a one-year-old daughter. Army Corporal Chad D. Gropper, Army Corporal Luke S. Runyon, you are not forgotten. If you have any legal issues, uh, please feel free to give me a call, 407-480-2179. Or you can reach me on my cell at 407-467-4960. Or at any time at maxlaworlando.com. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Hero segment of the show, folks. Anyone you want to nominate to hear on here, go go right ahead. Reach out to us at the old armsroomradio.com. There's a couple of ways there to get get in touch with us, and we'd be uh, we'd be honored to do that. And uh, I, I would say you could look no, maybe not look forward to. You can expect in the future uh, some of these uh, some of these teachers there from uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School to be listed here as uh, in the Fallen Hero segment. Uh, you know, as soon as we uh, get all that information available to yes. us. Uh, you know, Major Bill's not going to be able to join us this program. Um, he is, uh, I, what do they say, up to uh, up to his uh, neck and alligators in uh, with, <laughs> up to uh, something. Up, he's uh, he's there's actually in in where he's his district is. There's a protest going on as we speak, talking about. Uh, they they're protesting the the school shooting. Do something now. Yeah. Yep. Do something now. Exactly right. There are people out there with the signs saying, "Do something now. Do something now." We're going to give you a little more. On do something now, do something now. But I wanted to give you some of the some of the things that uh, Major Bill was going to talk about with us here on the program, uh, and that's law enforcement response. Uh, you know, kind of a brief historical look on law enforcement response to these types of incidents, mm-hmm. to these uh, these mass shootings and these school shootings. You know, there's there's just a couple of them out there that are that are key. You know, you think of uh, you know Columbine, obviously now uh, um, the Parkland shooting, and then of course Sandy Hook. You've got Virginia Tech, which was a college. Uh, but we're, I'm, I'm talking more about the the high schools, and it, this this is a lot of law enforcement, you know, tactics brought in for mass shootings from different places throughout uh, the country, different facilities, you know, whether it be a work, whether it be a right. school, whether it be a you know shopping mall, whatever it happened to be. And before Columbine, before the Columbine shooting, before that happened, the standard police response, and this goes back to probably the development of the the SWAT teams. Uh, or the ESUs, or the you know emergency response teams, whatever they happen to be, then 
those those used to be you know the cops the beat cops would have to just you know you have to make do you got to go in you got to you got to figure out how to get these guys done and, and get them out the after the SWAT teams came around late 60s early 70s and this came out of a lot of from Vietnam guys coming back with skill sets uh, right. guys and, and equipment becoming available out, outside the norm so you started to see a lot of those teams that, that that came and and pretty much every big agency had one by the time the you know late 80s early 90s rolled around so it took a little while once that was in place, the tactics for something like this was, all right, patrol guys, get there, establish the perimeter, and wait for SWAT to get there. Right. Listen, everything progresses through time. Tactics progress through times. This was the most advanced tactic of its day. Get there, secure the perimeter, make sure the bad guys don't get away, and uh, let SWAT team go in there and do their uh, you know, their movement to contact. Let's let's do that. Right. You know, we employ special weapons yeah, and tactics because that's what SWAT stands for. Yeah. Special weapons and tactics. Go ahead, Kevin. You got something on your mind there? I, I remember an episode of Emergency 51. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Johnny Gage. That's an old show. Yeah. And they show up at a house. There's a fire in the house. Right. And they've got this old firefighter with them. Right. Uh, just about to retire. And he goes running in without his rebreather on. Yeah. No skiba system. Yeah. Gr- yeah. Grabs the burning chair Pulls it outside and throws it in the yard. Right. Well, they're still putting on their gear. If they'd waited, the whole house would have been engaged. Right. He goes, what are you guys doing? Well, we're following the procedures. Yeah, first procedure is put the fire out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, but you get you get so spoiled with the new equipment it's, and the well, new you gear. You get trapped. Yeah. Preparing yeah. for the last event. You train for the last tragedy. And not for the next one. I've always said that with my military time. The problem with the military was we always trained for the last battle. Right. Don't, always you don't train, train for the for last the battle, one. always train yeah. for the last war. Um, listen, I'm telling you, until something broke out in the desert, we were fighting jungles. <laughs> it's what we were doing. Because guess what? That's what the generation before us, our Vietnam veterans, did. So the whole army prepared with jungle warfare. And then something happened in the desert, and they were like, oh, crap. We don't have what, what do we do we now? We don't know how to train in the desert. You know, we, we've never we've never done it. You know? That's why Desert Storm took so long to get started. Oh yeah, because they had to get over there and go. Okay, we need to figure out this sand stuff in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know. We don't. Yeah. We don't do a lot of this. So pre-Columbine, this is what it was. Uh, we learned from Columbine, from all the after-action reports, all the reviews. And listen, those 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 cops that responded there did nothing wrong. They did exactly what they what were they taught. Were trained to do. Yeah, exactly what they were trained to do. We learned what was called the. Two-man entry, making the two-man entry. You, you do the movement to contact. You don't wait and establish the perimeter. If you've got inside and there's people running out and screaming, you've got to, you hear pop, 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 it's time to go in. Yeah. You get, as we would say, you get behind your vest because guess what? You, at this point in your career, you know, in, in law enforcement, everybody's wearing a vest. Everybody's wearing a vest right. underneath. I'm not talking a tactical vest you throw right. on over. Everybody's wearing a vest. You, you, you get behind it. You get your you get your handgun. If you've got a shotgun in your car, you take your shotgun and you go. And the two of you go shoulder to shoulder, covering until you find us. And it's not let's clear every room. It is run to the sound of gunfire. Exactly right. Get to the where the bad guy is as fast as your little size tens can get you there, and and engage the bad guy. You may not stop the threat, but make you the bullet magnet. Right. Make him shoot at you. So he's not shooting at somebody else. Well, we have seen countless time after time after time, and we talked about this earlier, when confronted with a good guy with a gun, they cap themselves. Yeah. Or yeah. they run. You know why this guy didn't cap himself down in Parkland? Nobody confronted him. He wanted to go to do it at another school. 
he wanted to he wanted to rack up schools. All the stuff they're finding is he wanted to do it again. He was going to go somewhere else and do it. He was trying to get out of there so he could go somewhere else and do it again. Yeah, and he he did get out of there. He blended he in did. with the he student body. He did only body. because students said that yeah. that's, that, that's the guy. That's the guy. Yeah. Um, so law enforcement did has moved to the two man, the two man entry, the two man entry, and this this stops. This this is what this is what stops the bad guy because they get confronted now. We had a tragedy where 49 people were killed, and it would have probably been closer to 10, maybe even less. I don't know. You can't predict these numbers. Because law enforcement responded, and two guys responded. Two law enforcement officers got there and said, we're going in. And somebody said, no, no. Establish a perimeter. Wait for a SWAT team. Used old tactics, old procedures. And instead, people in a nightclub got shot. As they run, hid, and telled, as they did their run, hide, and tell, as we yeah. taught them back then, they got they were killed because the, a police commander said, "No, no, no, don't go in. Wait for SWAT team." And it wasn't until finally a couple of those cops said, I, "I'm sorry, I think I misunderstood your transmission," and decided to do something about it. So the standard is two-man entry, two-man entry. Looking back at, I'm talking about the Pulse nightclub shooting. Looking back at that, they've even gone a little further, and now it's called solo entry. You're the first guy there. Listen, in big cities, you travel around with two guys in the car. You got to, at a school, like we're talking about at Parkland, there's two school resource officers. That's good. What if you're the only guy? You're the only cop that responds. You respond to the high school in the country. You're the guy. Yeah. What do you do? You you've wait. Gotta, you've got to go. You hear the you've kids getting popped. I, well, the procedure says wait for two. I you wait for gotta two. You got to go. You got to go. Other things that law you know enforcement what? officers R- have now. Write me up. Yeah. <laughs> Other things law enforcement officers have now, we're learning from experience. The North Hollywood shootout, they had shotguns before that. Right. Now there's rifles issues, mm-hmm. patrol rifles. Everybody's got patrol rifles or they're authorized to carry their own patrol rifle. Tack, they give them helmets, Kevlar helmets, Kevlar vests, so you could throw them on over it. So when it comes time to doing this two-man entry or this solo entry, you go. You get behind your gear and you go. If you can't do that, I'm going to tell all those my fellow brothers and sisters out there in law enforcement, as Bill would say, if you can't do that, take your badge off right now, lay it down on the ground, and walk away and go home. Because that's what that job is. You may never, ever, ever have to do it. But if you don't have that in you to do it, it's time to go home. And pray you never have to. Exactly right. And I'll say it for Bill. All his law enforcement brothers, all my law enforcement brothers and sisters out there, check your six, wear your vest, wear your seatbelts, go home safety, safely at the end of your shift. Hang out a few more minutes. We'll be back with more Arms and Radio after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, 
CERT IS THE SAFEST AND ONLY WAY TO GO. CERT TRAINING PISTOL. I'VE HEARD ABOUT THEM. THEY LOOK LIKE A GLOCK, BUT THEY DON'T FIRE REAL BULLETS. SAVES YOU MONEY, HUH? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Wow, last segment. So much to give. So yep. much more to put out. Yeah, I just want to say, you'll do in a pinch, but Bill does his outro better than you do. Bill's pretty good at it. Bill's pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, uh, it's just, it's <laughs> his deal. It's his you, thing. It's his, you'll do. You know, he's you'll the guy. Do. He's the guy. He's the man. Major Bill. Major Bill. Uh, so we'll have to... Uh, We'll have to have him back. We'll get him on, yes, and yes. Uh, you know, again, uh, you know, he's uh, he's out there. Uh, he's doing. Uh, he's doing, working. He's, he's working. He's, he's doing to, that police thing, trying to keep people's keep people safe. Uh, yeah, listen, I got a whole bunch more. I want, we want to impart on you, knowledge wise. Uh, do something, do something, right? Well, I mean, we're telling you what to do. I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I've got a I got a quote here from October eighth, two thousand sixteen. October eighth, two thousand sixteen. This is before the sport before the election, before the election. Okay. President candidate Trump at the time says, I will get rid of gun-free zones in schools. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, guess what we're working on? Guess what we're working on? And guess what he's working on? Guess, you know, and we've done the story on here before. And Kevin, we talked about the liability of it. There are states now saying that if you want to make a gun-free zone, you have to accept that liability. You have to provide security and protect or be liable for any injuries sustained by any of the patrons of your facility because you didn't allow them to defend themselves. And even the most anti-gun of insurance agencies are saying, 
No. Us pay up more? No. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's going on. Um, listen, you also hear out there these 18, 18 school shootings. There's been 18 school shootings this year alone. Have you had enough? Is it time to do something? There's been 18 school shootings. I'm, I'm going to give you some of them. We're going to go over a little bit, a little bit of them here. Just want to give you a little idea. First off, there's three. Three's too many. I get exactly, that. Exactly. Yes. Three's too many. The first one here is a man commits suicide in a parking lot. The school's closed. He drives into the parking lot. After hours. After hours, commits suicide. That's your first mass shooting at a school. That doesn't meet the definition of a yeah, mass school no. shooting by the FBI. It doesn't yeah, even which, make the difference is, if it's a which, school shooting. Which, which, you know, is, which is interesting because the FBI says four people have to be killed before it's a mass shooting. But if a good guy shoots a bad guy... Are you supposed to wait till he shoots the fourth person? Right. Fourth person? Right. So, oh, I stopped a mass shooting, or do you just shoot him as soon as he starts to do something wrong? Well, that's what we like. We talk about. Listen, carrying concealed, concealed carry weapon holders stop. Who knows how number of crimes being committed because they're defending themselves? Yeah. And like we talk about, ninety percent of the time, you pull the gun out, present it in a manner as the bad guy knows I'm about to put a bullet in you. You know what they do? Oh, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. 90% of, 90% of weapon pulls don't end up in shootings. Mm-hmm. So how yeah, many of these are being stopped? Unfortunately, the, those statistics, we, we can't no way. quantify no that way to know. because so much of it is is not reported. Uh, it's a sh- school shooting. It's a school shooting in Seattle, folks. Unidentified shooter fired shot into building. No injuries. Yeah, this was, it hit a window and hit a book. Nobody oh. was in the school. Oh. Oh, okay. It was on the weekend. Yeah. Or after hours or whatever it was. Okay. Or hours, so yeah. the, the building was shot. Yeah. They, somebody shot a building. Okay. That's a school shooting because you shot a school. Oh, okay. Now, was it a shooting on, on school grounds that was somebody shot the school? Darn you, school. Take that. <laughs> I don't hey, like brick. Hey, boom, hey, boom. Hey, Dang, hey, building. Magnum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly right. This one I love. Student unintentionally fired a bullet from a gun legally possessed by an instructor that struck a wall. Kevin, I'm going to let you I'm gonna get you guess on that. I think Earl knows that one. Did that thing sound like anything in particular? What what might have motivated that shooting? Um, I expect poor gun handling. Poor gun, yeah, very good, very good. This was an accidental discharge at the police academy. Negligent. Well, yeah. yeah. There's no such yeah, thing correct, as thank accidental you. I'm, I'm discharge. older, yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> negligent discharge. Negligent old, old discharge. Dog, new tricks. Old negligent dog, discharge. Yeah, and it gives the, me a hard time about training scars, yeah. Police academy. Negligent. Oh, it's Shut a police the academy. See now, if you hadn't talked over me six times, you yeah. heard me say it. <laughs> Negligent discharge at the police academy. Yeah. That was a school shooting. A student commits suicide in bathroom. No other injuries. That's a school shooting. Gunshots, most likely fired from off campus, which means we have no idea where they were fired from. Hit campus building window. Okay, so a window got shot out. It didn't even get shot out. It just broke the window. Okay. It just broke the window. You see where we're going with these folks? These are what you're hearing of your 18 school shootings. This is what you're hearing. Shots fired from car in parking lot. No one shot. It hit the window of a residence hall. So this is near the dormitory on a, okay. on a college campus. Okay. That's a school shooting. Did it say criminally shot? This is probably another one of them negligent discharges in a car. Because guess what? On, in dormitories, they don't let you keep your guns in the dorm. They make them make you keep them in the car. Mm-hmm. So you get idiots that break into cars and they get guns and they don't know gun safety and this is what happens. This is a direct result of your stupid gun-free zone. That one right there, 
Absolutely 100% attributed to a gun-free zone. Somebody found a gun because they were trying to obey the law and not bring it to the gun-free zone. Somebody found that in the car, didn't know what the heck they were doing, pulled the trigger, shot a wall. One student wounds another during an apparent argument at a sorority party. Okay, not a high school, not in, not in the classroom. And this that is, sounds like sorority girl and sorority girl violence. Exactly right, which there's a whole channel for that, I think, on yeah, TV. There is. Um, <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring the popcorn. Okay, here we go. A uh, student opens fire in cafeteria, wounding one student before firing at another student and missing. That's a school shooting. Okay. That's a real that's, one. That's a school shooting that happened in a school that was student versus so, student in a school. One. Yeah. Unknown person fired shots at students standing in the parking lot. No injuries from the gunshots. We don't even know if we have gunshots. We don't even know if we... We heard, we heard sounds, and we think it was a shooting. Nobody was hit. No damage, no, no, no damage found. Okay. Two students left dead in mass shooting by students. More than a dozen students injured. This was the, the Kentucky shooting back in January 23rd. That's a real shooting. That's a real shooting. Two. Student fired into the air outside school after an argument. No injuries. No damage. That's a, that's a shooting. That's a school shooting. Uh, I'll give you a half. This. <laughs> I say nothing. No. Individual ejected from game for fighting was shot at in parking lot. No injuries. I don't know because this doesn't tell me whether this was a, a you know, a school versus school. This was some, you know he was doing something else. This is not a school-related shooting. This is as a result of a sporting event. There's there's no story with this, which leads me to believe with the way these are reported, this is not what we would consider a student versus student crime. Okay. Well, you don't even know if that was a student. Yeah, you're right. It, this, this could have been, been a, a, a you know a two drug dealers. You know, because well, actually, it couldn't have been drug dealers because these are drug-free zones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, mate, man fatally wounded in fight in parking lot. No, neither one of these players were students at the school, and the school was closed at the time. Okay. Student unintentionally fires gun in classroom, wounds two students. This is the one we saw recently out in Los Angeles. Student brought this gun to school. This was not a, this was not a, an act of violence. This was an act of stupidity. Stupidity. Yeah. Uh, student wounded in parking lot during apparent robbery. This was not another student that robbed him. This was somebody from off campus robbing robbing them. Student pressed trigger on the school liaison officer's gun. Okay, well that's just bad. How? Bad, Ooh, bad holster. Yeah. Bad, How you know, bad techniques, bad that, tactics. That, that, yeah, that's yeah. a whole other issue there. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So student fired gun into floor in classroom. Right, we don't even know where the student came from. Uh uh, this is in a high school. They brought a gun to school, but this is not a school shooting. This is Somebody pulled the trigger on a gun in school, but that doesn't make it the school shooting. This is, I'm sorry, school shootings are when you shoot students or faculty members. Mm-hmm. Or you come to do that very thing. Correct. Um, and then, of course, this last one, this last one is uh, what happened uh, in, in Parkland uh, this week. So, so that's your three actual school shootings Yeah. out of these 18. So go ahead. Go ahead. I'll say, everybody, I've, I've been seeing that they're saying we need to you know, ban guns like several other countries. Uh, you know, like you're saying Australia, Britain, and all those. I vote we go with Israel's route. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, absolutely. Every every, uh, every field trip, the teacher is armed, and if there are uh, parents and, and, chaperoning, and, they're armed as well. well. My daughter's school, it's like that, but it's not in Israel. <laughs> it's not in Israel. So. Here's what we need you to do, folks: contact your school board, contact the state, contact your state representatives, your state senators, your U.S. congressman, your U.S. senator, and tell them, get rid of these gun-free zones and let law-abiding people that choose to carry their firearms on school 
carry their firearms on school because I'm tired of nothing being done, and this is what we want done. I want guns protecting my kids. We got guns protecting money. Guess what? When they when 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 they come to pick up the money from the cafeteria at school, who picks it up? Armed guards. Armed guards, right? We 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 guard the money, but we can't guard the kids. So do it, folks. Contact your school board. Contact your politicians. You want gun-free zones gone. You want guns in school. Thanks for joining us this week. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you're already, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. See you next week. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 